Hey everybody, I'm Robert Yerby, and I'm an insurance professional, and admittedly, kind of an insurance nerd. My friends and family tell me that nobody is going to want to listen to a podcast about insurance, so instead, on this show, I'm hoping to share a story or have a conversation with a guest about some relatable experience, and then show you how insurance impacts that story or topic. My hope is you'll enjoy a few laughs with me and maybe learn at least one interesting thing about insurance along the way. Here we go. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Robert. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I have Damon Yerby here with me today. Hello. Damon Yerby, of course, is the son of famous insurance professional Robert Yerby. Famous in some circles. I'll tell you what happened. Well, I've already told you this, but I'm, I'm just dying to tell everybody else, frankly. I walk into this insurance agency the other day, and I was... It doesn't, it doesn't matter why I was there, I guess. But I'm, I'm, walking, up, I'm walking up the hall to, to one of the back offices, and I pass by this office that's got glass, glass window facing the, the hallway, and this guy is watching a video of me He's he, like, he's taking a continuing education class of mine. He's taking a webinar. Yeah. Yeah. He's watching a webinar and I'm on the screen and I saw it as I walked back. And I, I was just like, wait, what, what? I've never actually seen anybody watching a video of me before. So it was, it was really crazy. And not that I'm on this, this level of fame. I'm totally not. But I remember listening to, uh, an interview with, one of the Def Leppard guys, or maybe I just read it in, you know, Circus Magazine or something, but they were telling a story of when they heard themselves on the radio for the first time and they just flipped out. And I, again, like I'm, I'm not saying I'm yeah. famous like Def Leppard, but yeah, that, that, that's, that's apples to apples, right? <laughs> uh, I, I, I tapped on the guy's glass and then he turned and he looked at me and he was like, wait, what? That's the guy. And then he came out and um, I said hello to him. And now we're connected on LinkedIn. How about that? <laughs> uh, that's that's stupid, I know. Okay. Yeah. So, Damon, yes. thanks, for, thanks for joining the podcast. Yes, I'm here. We're only a um, uh, couple of weeks removed from Christmas. And everybody is sick of Christmas stuff by now. Yeah. Everybody is so sick of Christmas. Uh, I was at the karaoke bar on December 30th, and somebody tried to sing that Mariah Carey Christmas song. Oh, that's a bad idea. Yeah. And everybody was just, everybody that was like a regular there was just like groaning, like, oh, no, it's too late for this. No. We'll, we'll put up with people singing Mariah Carey Christmas stuff. You know, December 8th, 9th, 10th, December 30th, no. You yeah. got to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Lang Syne might have been a better choice. Sure. Well, that's a, that's a... That's New Year's. That's a New Year's one. Okay. Yeah, but nobody's saying that one. All right. Well, anyway. Well, mate, you were, I don't think you were there at midnight. That's true. That's true. I wasn't there at midnight. Yeah. I'm an early to bed guy. I was sleeping soundly at midnight on New Year's Eve. But I did bring you here to talk a little Christmas. 
let's let's tell the folks what I got you for Christmas. The bit the big gift. Yes, the the big gift was a uh, Kentucky rifle kit. A Kentucky rifle kit. Yes. And I'm wondering if the listeners are like me and have no, no idea, idea really what, what that is. Essentially, a Civil War musket. A Civil War musket. That helps me only a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's a, I, it's a gun from Civil War era. I can kind of picture that. I've seen glory. Yeah. But you're going to make it. Yes, I'm building. I'm in the process of building it. Yeah. In fact, today was the first day that you worked on it. Yes. Cool. Okay. And this wasn't just something that I I thought up on my own. No. Like, no. Hey. Yeah, my 17-year-old might want to build a Civil War-era rifle. Here it is. But you you asked. Yep. It's something that you're interested in. And, you know, not, not for nothing, but you're interested in pursuing uh, an education and a, and a career, you know, hopefully as a gunsmith. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it, it felt right to me. And it's not... The first time that you've expressed an interest in guns, like you, you've liked history yes. throughout your childhood. That's, that's been an interest of yours. And that, that's been constant. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, military history in particular. Yes. So yeah. Okay. All the pieces are coming together. And yet when you asked about getting a rifle kit, I was, I was a little hesitant because we live in a society where people get nervous about kids with guns. And um, I, I took a step I've never taken before buying my, my son a Christmas gift. I, I called my attorney to make sure that it was okay. <laughs> so yes, laws, laws do factor in. And basically, I just wanted to make sure that there wasn't, you know, you know I don't know every law that's on the books, right? Yeah. And, and I, I won't pretend like I know every gun law that's on the books. So yeah, I just called my attorney's office and I asked the gal that answered the phone. Like it's, it's a big, it's a big law firm. It's not just family law or bankruptcy law or corporate law or whatever. This office probably has attorneys that handle almost everything. Most often they just get me out of speeding tickets, (laughs) but so I definitely know that they have that department. But I just asked the gal that answered the phone. I was like, hey, so I have a question about uh, buying a gun for my son. Can I talk to somebody? And I got a call back from whoever that yeah. guy was. So anyway, it, it turns out it's fine. Yeah. A, a, a Civil War era musket didn't need to be registered. Well, the, the kit definitely didn't need to be registered. He explained that to me. But even once it's assembled, it doesn't need to be registered. Yeah. I think there's five states that require registration on guns or i should say firearms i don't think any require registration on guns because there's a legal difference (laughs) yeah and and he started down this whole road of like explaining that to me but you may not realize this yet but attorneys get paid by like the minute (laughs) and uh like or, or one-tenth of an hour is six minutes. So every six-minute block that you have, like potentially you're getting a, an enormous bill. I don't know if they're going to charge me for that quick consultation, but I, I just, I don't, I don't chit-chat with lawyers. Yeah. There, there is no small talk. Um, 
I always roll my eyes when Get they... Get to the point. Yeah, they, they want to ask me how my weekend was. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing any of that. Nope. Nope. We're here to talk business. <laughs> not interested in your life. I'm not telling you about mine. Anyway, so it, it was fine to uh, buy you the kit. It's fine yep. for you to build the rifle. Yep. And yet, I'm on an email list now. <laughs> right? That doesn't surprise me. Yes. The online retailer that sold me the rifle kit is sending me two emails a day. Two a day? Two a day. Yep. And, you know, I don't know if that's crazy. They've probably done their research in the marketing department to determine, hey, somebody that buys a rifle kit is probably in the market for another gun kit or accessories or whatever. Well... I wonder if they might have some sort of partnership with a company that sells gun insurance. That might not be the right term for it, but for a layperson like me, gun insurance. You've mentioned gun insurance to me before. Yes. So, okay, what what do you think of when you think of gun insurance? So, it could it could mean a few different things. If I have an expensive gun, that piece of property could be worth insuring because if it gets damaged or stolen, I want to be able to replace it or fix it. And while I'm not familiar with these sorts of policies, but it seems to me a lot like jewelry or artwork, you could get an inland marine policy. Don't worry about that term. Um, your special standalone policy for that article or that that piece of personal property and it's also possible i suppose that you could add some sort of endorsement on your homeowner's insurance policy for that that gun now i again i'm, I'm not a gun guy and i don't sell that kind of insurance so i'm just kind of spitballing here that's my that's my first thought on gun insurance. It's also possible that we're talking about liability insurance in case you I don't know, discharge your weapon and hurt somebody or somebody gets freaked out uh, or emotionally, you know, traumatized by you firing your weapon. Uh, I mean, I could see that. So is there some sort of liability? Uh, could you be sued for damages? Uh, it's, a, it's a highly litigious society. I, I suppose that's possible. And then what kind of insurance would protect you in that situation? I don't know how far your homeowner's package is going to go in protecting you. And I don't know what other policy might be out there. But based on your face, I'm, I'm thinking you have s- some idea. If, even if you don't know precisely, you have some thoughts on this. Okay, so the first one, I would agree that that's probably under your homeowners. Or if you're running a business, probably under some kind of business thing. Oh, yeah, because businesses have guns on site sometimes. Like a pool hall or a pawn shop or something. Yeah. Liability? Maybe I'm, I'm trying to think of how 
that would work. Because I, I could see for like a, like some kind of like home intrusion thing that you have to uh, do self-defense. I could see, hey, you have a hole in your wall now. Okay, now maybe homeowners might, or something like that would cover that. Or you just have to deal with a hole in your wall and <laughs> fix it yourself. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me either. Okay, so you think somebody breaks into your house, you shoot them, you miss, and... Or it goes through them. Uh, what, what kind of bullets are we firing into the sky? Bullets go through. Do they? See, see, I'm not a gun guy. I'm definitely not a bullet guy. I mean, it depends on your bullet of choice and your, like, even my musket could go through a person at close enough range. Gross. Huh. Could go through a wall. Yeah. Okay, so guy breaks in. Let's continue with the scenario. Guy breaks in to your house and he's he's bent on doing you harm you and your family so you pull out your civil war musket <clears throat> you you pour in the powder you hammer down the ball i'd say give me a minute <laughs> yeah give me a minute here pal engage him in negotiations while you're hammering that ball down the barrel yeah you raise it up don't fire till you see the whites of his eyes, right? Yeah. Because you only got one shot. I got one shot, and then I got a blunt weapon. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yep. He's. It's not a musket. All right. We've got, we've got a handgun. Yeah. Okay. And so we fire at this guy, and I guess we're just spraying bullets. We're just missing left and right, and it's it's just going through the drywall. Possibly. Hitting light fixtures. Just I hope you're better trained than that. <laughs> handled the gun before. Okay. And let's let's say he runs off then. All right? Yeah. Your shots scare him off and he leaves. You think you're you're filing a claim with the insurance company for coverage against busted <laughs> lights, uh holes in the sofa. And um, drywall that's got to be repaired? Probably not. I don't think that that's what that's for. What if it's it's not a home intruder? What if it's your mother-in-law and she's dropping off the kids? And you just, you're jumpy, right? <laughs> you're just jumpy. I'm not expecting anybody. Yeah, or or you've been drinking and like... You know, totally fine to be drinking at home, all right? You're not driving, but yeah, you weren't expecting the mother-in-law, and you hear a bunch of noise on the porch, you grab your handgun, and that door flies open, and before you realize it's the mother-in-law, you know, you, you shoot her in the kneecap. I don't know, maybe they don't train you to do that. That's I think that's what I would be going for. I don't want to kill somebody. That, that Maybe that's why you were missing. Was yeah, maybe. Because that's... A Small target. <laughs> but I'm serious about that. I don't think I want to kill somebody in my house. Like, then I'm always going to be like, every time I walk through the foyer, I'm like, that's where he fell. I mean, there, there's a lot of areas on the torso that you don't die. 
And we were just looking up yesterday, like different what organs. organs. Can we not live with? <laughs> yeah, we're t- we had a conversation about Chinese organ thieves with Daisha, and we're like, well, what organs could they take? And you'd like still be okay if you woke up in the ice bath at the Motel Six. Appendix, spleen, pancreas, and a few others. A liver. No, no, you need no, a liver. No, yeah, you need the liver. Uh, one of the kidneys. One of the kidneys is one okay. Of the kidneys. Yeah, colon. You said the yeah. colon. Colon. You're gonna want the colon. <laughs> You're gonna want the colon. Uh, yeah, you want all of these, but you can live without them. Think how bland your diet would be if you didn't have a colon. Like you couldn't eat anything spicy or you know good. Like no more hot wings for the rest of no. your life. You're probably not drinking anymore either. I don't think. Not that you'd know anything about that, but it's just. Yeah, you're going to want the colon. Oh, okay. That's a... That's another podcast. That's a different podcast. Exactly. We'll save the Chinese organ thieves episode for uh, later in 2024. But we have to backtrack a long ways. I had to (laughs) think about... What were we talking about? Oh, killing somebody in the house. Yeah. Or just injuring. We're injuring the mother-in-law. I think she's going to... I mean, even though it's your mother-in-law, if she doesn't have the money to do the knee replacements and, you know, replace her income because, I don't know, she's probably not going to work for a little while, yeah. right? And she's probably just ticked off at you. I mean, you're, you're going to yeah. get sued. You you have a bad relationship with your in-laws after that. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. Ooh. That's not... Thanksgiving dinner's rough. Okay, so, you know, you, you shoot somebody when you weren't supposed to. I think that's where we were the gun... Insurance might come in. Maybe, yeah. Or you could also shoot somebody else's property and damage their property. Yeah. You could shoot somebody's car. Well, let's assume it's on accident, but maybe just road rage. Is that a thing? Oh, well, road rage is a thing. Yeah, road rage is a thing. I think I don't think any insurance company would be like, hey, we're going to cover you for if you do something bad. <laughs> Oh, no, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, most insurance policies don't offer coverage if you've been committing a crime. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you these are the same way. I'm dreaming up hero scenarios. Yeah. Okay, I live, we live just a little ways from the high school. Yep. Let's suppose, oh, because the high school loves to send me text messages just updating me on (laughs) all of this stuff that I don't care about. That's going on at school. So, yeah, I've unsubscribed from all of the things. But then every once in a while, like there's a new department at the high school that gets my cell phone number and they fire off a text message. And I'm like, blast, like library is texting me stuff. I've unsubscribed from like the front office, the library, the, the accounts receivable place, the principal the band. I mean, every I've unsubscribed from that, all of it. It doesn't surprise me that you unsubscribe from band. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Unsubscribe. Anyway, let's say there's some other department that texts me one day and they're like, active shooter, please, please stand by. Or I, I mean, I don't know. They, they, they message active shooter and I am like, I'm going to go save the day. And so I run to the school with my handgun and... I just start firing 
Okay. This is I, a bad idea. I think that I see the bad guy, but it turns out it's just kids in hoodies. And I, I, I take out some kids, but, but I don't aim to kill, right? Because, yeah, you know how I feel about that. Kneecaps. Yeah, I'm taking out kids' kneecaps. <laughs> I'm taking out kids' kneecaps. And later, after all the dust settles, and it's determined that... There were two shooters. <laughs> I, I just shot kids. Then their parents might be upset with me. Might. I meant well, but I ended up shooting kids in the kneecaps. Does does maybe the gun insurance help me? No. There? Well, was I com- no? Wait, let me finish. Was I committing a crime? I think it's high that you are prosecuted on attempted murder. No, 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 no. Because murder, you need to have a motive. Like I, I intend maybe not a motive. I had to intend to kill them. I'm a specific. There's a couple of things there. I'm specifically shooting at kneecaps. When there are multiple victims laying in the parking lot with bloody kneecaps, it's going to be clear that I was firing at kneecaps. And you don't die from that. Your biggest artery is in your leg. Okay, well, I wasn't a biology major, okay? I studied finance. All right, that's the first time hearing of that. I'm not even sure that's true. Your femoral artery is in your leg. I'm going to Google that later. I don't know if that's true. That's true. Why are people... No, you're... Don't shoot. Don't Nobody's shoot. taking their pulse by, like, putting it behind their kneecap. You, you put it up to your throat, and you, you feel that... The jugular. That's what that's called. Yeah, so... I don't think so, man. Yeah, and the, in your wrist. Yeah, what... Nobody's feeling kneecaps for a pulse. I think I'm... I think I'm okay. Okay. So, I wasn't trying to kill these kids. Second... I was responding to a text message saying that there was an active shooter. I was going to protect people. I wasn't trying to kill anybody. It's not like I was like, oh, active shooter. I'm going to get in on this. I'm going to join this party. No, I'm there to help. I'm a dad. So I don't, I don't think attempted murder is what I get charged with. I will give you some sort of like aggravated assault, maybe. Maybe. I'm, I'm no criminal prosecutor, but I think if you're going to... You're going to run into some trouble with a jury of my peers looking at me as attempted murderer. No. I think that news is going to have a fun time with that. Well, that, yeah, I mean, that's true. I'll probably get crucified on the news. (laughs) Were we talking about insurance? Uh, who knows? Only for a second. Well... Okay, here's how I think this plays out then with the insurance. Knowing almost nothing about the insurance. Yeah. But but the having insurance that we think exists. I, I have a certain skill set when it comes to insurance concepts, but I don't know anything about this particular insurance. Here's how I think it probably works. I think you might have coverage for as long as it's possible, quote unquote, that you didn't commit a crime. But as soon as you've been convicted or you plead guilty to an actual crime, you probably lose coverage for that particular event. And if you're getting sued for some civil liability, yeah, you're probably going to be on your own. I think that makes that sort of coverage problematic then. 
because there's there's just lots of instances where you're using your gun and you conceivably could be convicted of a crime. Maybe that helps to sell the insurance, but now I'm just thinking like, I don't know if the insurance will help me. Okay, I, th- I think that's close to the only actual insurance that I knew of, which was like more of a self-defense lawyer fund kind of thing. Mm. Where it's like, hey, you unfortunately had to do it, and now you're getting sued all over the place. So we're, we're going to help out with lawyers. Hmm. All right. I told you, I'm not, I'm not a gun guy. I'm not a bullet guy. I'm not a biology guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, on this, pod, on this episode of the podcast, I'm barely an insurance guy, clearly. We're just raising a lot of questions, and we're not offering a lot of answers. <laughs> We better hope that this is entertaining because it's not informative. All anybody's learned from this is like what organs they can do without in a pinch and I don't know, very little else. All right. I feel like we should uh, cut it (laughs) off there. Just cut our losses. Yeah. And I'll say, and I, I, I definitely mean this. If anybody has any input, any, any feedback, positive or perhaps negative, Feel free to uh, email me, robert at bmfce.com. Hey, if you like the podcast, leave us a review wherever you are listening to the podcast, Apple, Spotify, whatever. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. And if by chance you are in the market for insurance continuing education because you are a licensed producer or adjuster, look for our webinar courses at bmfce.com and hey check back here in a couple of weeks we'll have another podcast episode out real soon thanks everybody